Welcome to the Extra Pass, brought to you by Phoenix Radio and Internet Sports Media. Here is your host, Matthew Medina. All right, hey, we're here. We're here. This is the Extra Pass podcast, part of the Prism Network. Um, this is our. This is one of our two dedicated hoops podcasts. Uh, today, we wanted to wait a couple of days because we wanted to let initial reactions kind of settle down and then process and then have rational reactions. So I think we've had, what, three days since the trade deadline? Something like that. Three days, because it was Thursday and today's Sunday. We're recording on a Sunday. Give or take a few hours. Right. <laughs> um, to process everything, and we're going to have some thoughts. Trust um, I'm your host. I'm Matthew Medina, and we're here with uh, Julio Jr. Mundo. Here I am. And I'm ready to go. You ready to go? Yeah, let's do it. Let's so... We're going to talk about something that literally a week or a week and a half ago when we were talking, because all we do is talk hoops pretty much all day. Yeah. Um, I said I didn't want to talk about the Cavaliers anymore. Oh, we got to talk about them now. We're going to talk about them right now. But one of the lines that I use, I said, the perceived, because I don't think he is, but a lot of people do, and that's fine. And if you want to say, oh, well, you're crazy. It's like, well, this is why I don't think he is. But... The guy who is generally considered the best player in the world literally wasn't even relevant a week ago. Yeah. It didn't matter what he did this year with his current team. It didn't really matter where he was going to go in the offseason either. Unless it was to San Antonio, which is kind of hard to pull off. Gotcha. So, like, I, you, were, you just love talking about him. Because they were floundering, they gave up the thirty point, the twenty point lead to the Magic, and then they lost by like fifteen. Um, they were just a mess. They got blown out by like forty by the Rockets, and it should have been like eighty. Yeah. And like all you wanted to do was talk about like, man, they're trash. I'm like, yeah, I don't want to talk about it anymore because they're just not relevant. And then they pull off mega trades. Yeah, these this this is a this is a on the fly retool, if I've ever seen one. I agree. Yeah, this is I've nuts it's unprecedented um and i just want to know your thoughts before we dive into the trades were you there with me as far as the irrelevancy that the cavaliers and lebron james had yeah because literally know, as far as, as as recent as a week ago yeah because you know i thought like as the slide was going to continue um again it's, it's one of those things where it's just like man like really going to be talking about a four or five seed you know you can you can only keep pretending they're a contender for so long when they're in a situation like that to the point where it's just like you know toronto's on fire you know boston's 20 something games over 500 you know you got uh who else is in the east out east that's uh you know miami was streaking at the time and it's just like it gets to the point where it's like we got to start talking about some of these teams out east on top of golden state and san antonio and houston who's crushing people and you guys start talking about Utah, who's and making the, thun- little, yeah. the Thunder. Who the were Thunder. On the, they were on a run. They're on a little yeah. bit of a skid, but they you know, were like eventually, run. it's like, man, we got eight other teams we need to start talking about. You know, heading towards the playoffs, we can't just keep talking about like, all right, Cavs have now lost eight of eleven. All right, they're on the 12. worst defense. I know they're on yeah. the worst defensive streak. Exactly. We talked about it yesterday. You I don't want to keep talking about so it. So it's just like it's one of those things where it's just like, yeah, you know, I know it's relevant because it's LeBron James, but not really because the NBA is loaded right now. You know, it is what it is. And then they made their trades. Yeah, they on the fly. So one of the things we recorded a podcast on thir- on Wednesday, and we talked about how after it's almost like we need like YouTube just or like our Snapchat should just be watching us every single day all the time. We should just be recording our lives. <laughs> the stupid stuff that comes out of mostly my mouth. We had we had a big one today. Um, it happens. But one of the trades we thought we thought. It would have been crazy, like the disgruntled superstar and who has assets. And one of the trades that we wanted to happen, it made sense for both sides, was a trade between San Antonio and Utah. They would have given them like Joe Johnson, Rodney Hood, Alec Burks, yeah, and Derek Favors. Yeah. For like Kawhi Leonard and... It was Kawhi and Danny Green. And Danny Green. Yeah. And we're like, man... Actually, I don't think we gave him Alec Burks. I think it was just... Yeah, I think it was just Joe Derek, Johnson. Derek uh, Favors. Derek Favors. Uh, no, I think it was... No, it wasn't Joe. Joe Johnson wasn't even involved. It was Alec Burks, 
Rodney Hood. Rodney Hood and Derek Favors. And Derek Favors. For uh, for Danny Green and Kawhi Leonard. Right. And if you're Utah. And Utah's first round pick yeah. this year. And you and you gotta do that. You gotta do that. You gotta do that trade. If you're Utah, you get a superstar back. To um, pair with Donovan Mitchell and, yeah, and then you get a uh, shooter Rudy you can run off the bench. And then if you're San Antonio, you reloaded with pieces that are not just young, but they're rotation players that'll that'll thrive under a Popovich system. They fit really ne- well next to yeah, the and Mark then you draft and you get a first round pick. Yeah. So you could draft. So that trade didn't happen. No. Would have been awesome. Yeah. No, instead Instead the U- Rodney U- Hood went to the team that I really didn't want him to go to. The Ro- Cleveland Cavaliers. Rodney Hood goes to the Cavs. Um Joe Johnson gets bought out, goes to Houston. Well, he went to Sacramento. He went, yeah, to Sacramento. he went to Sacramento, but he's going to get bought out and goes to Houston. Right. So, like, that piece moves the other way. And then, like, the only thing they have to show for it is Jay Crowder, a guy who hasn't shown that he can do anything outside of Brad Stevens. Well, let's not talk Utah right now because yeah. they're going to be in a later segment. The Cavs, in, they got Rodney Hood. They traded with the Lakers, Isaiah Thomas, and Channing Fry, and they got... Uh, Jordan Clarkson, they got Larry Nance Jr., and then uh, the, the Sacramento was a part of the three-team trade. They ended yeah. up with George Hill. So initial reactions were out of control. Like yeah. Chris Broussard said, this definitively makes them the best team in the East. I hate to say they use the word definitively when I've never seen them even play a minute of basketball. Gotcha. When we have Toronto, like you mentioned, yeah. we have Boston, like you mentioned. Even though they destroyed Boston today, I don't yeah. think that matters. It's Boston's not healthy. Yeah, I mean, just we, uh, you know, because I'm a Celtics fan, obviously, but it's like we're just now getting Kyrie back from injury. Um, we haven't incorporated Greg Monroe. Uh, Marcus Smart is out right now. Shane Larkin's out right now. Like we just, uh, our boy Daniel Thice, he's gonna play some minutes, but he's just not coming back from an injury. It's just like you know, it, uh, again, it's one of those things where it's just like. We're still 23 games over 500. Like, let's not overreact. If you see us go on an eight-game slide, we could have some overreaction. Let's go for it. Yeah. But it's like this team has played good all year. You know, we've hit some we've hit some hiccups, but, you know, we're fine. They're counting basically yeah. on two babies yeah. outside Kyrie Irving. Exactly. It's just like, and, you know, we have two babies, Kyrie Irving. You know, Aaron Baines doesn't really give us anything but five fouls, and we've been starting him at center. So it's just like there's there's yeah. a lot of things that still need to be figured out before we get into the playoffs. This so. team will be fine. So I have no idea how the Cavs pulled this off. And there's a lot of conspiracies out there that are talking about how um, every single time in the last two years the Cavs needed a bailout. Magic John, The Cavs, or LeBron, needed a bailout. Whether it's him or people around him, they would affect. The Lakers are right there. They got, they signed Contavious Caldwell Pope after his agency, which is LeBron's agency, which LeBron owns. Dropped met, the ball. Dropped the ball. They messed up. They gave him an eighteen million dollar year contract that he didn't deserve. For, that, right? They gave him an eighteen million dollar contract for one year. Yeah, nine million more than anyone else offered. By the way, and say, well, you know, we'll give it to him. They took the headache that was Isaiah Thomas off his hands mm-hmm. and gave him Jordan Clarkson and Larry Nance Jr. Yeah. Now, I'm going to be honest. I don't watch a lot of Lakers because they're just not that good. And they haven't really been entertaining to watch until this year. Yeah. So I'm not the best expert on their guys, on Jordan Clarkson and Larry Nance Jr. I've watched both those guys. Some, of, some people are lukewarm to... Nobody really has like a great take on Jordan Clarkson. They're like, oh well, you know, he's okay. So, I, I so think he's he, a backup. Yeah. He's he's exactly what they need. Um, it's so funny because like you you look at that team, and the reason Isaiah Thomas because like people are just like, oh well, they just got another volume guard, a volume shooting guard. Well, that's that's not the answer here. The answer is Jordan Clarkson can play point guard. Jordan Clarkson can play shooting guard, and he's the size to play both positions. On top of being a volume shooter. Oh, and he's not injured. Isaiah Thomas was injured. Was undersized. he? I don't know. He scored 22 points first Yeah, game I know. Either. Some people were saying that he was faking the injury because he didn't want to play with LeBron. But that's that's another story. But again, like this is a young kid who's going to keep his mouth shut. And he's going to be like, hey, just let me know what you guys need. I'm already paid. So let me know what the team needs. And I'll just do it. Now, a lot of people are high on Larry Nance Jr. I'm high on Larry Nance Jr. So what is his comp? Like, who is... Again, I don't watch a lot of Lakers. I'm just 
there's only so much basketball I can yeah. watch because I work a full time job. Imagine, imagine like this is gonna be a, a kind of a strange comparison. Imagine like what Birdman gave that first Heat run wow. as far as athleticism and defense, and but with a guy who has an ability to score offensively, to to be to be an offensive weapon when needed to be. Because Larry Nance Jr. can go off from fourteen. Is he like healthy Tristan Thompson? He's no, because because he's he's way more athletic than Tristan Thompson. Oh wow, way more athletic than Tristan Thompson. I mean, the guy was in a slam dunk contest. I mean, Tristan Thompson's not gonna be in a slam dunk contest. The guy can get up and down the floor. He can guard anywhere. He can switch on twos and ones, and he can guard threes, fours, and fives. So, Is he like a Josh Smith? Yeah, he's kind of like yeah. Josh Smith's the best comparison, except like I don't know. I again, yeah, I just threw that out. Josh Smith is probably the best comparison, except this guy's not going to jack up threes, and he probably can't dribble like Josh Smith. Yeah, though. he can't dribble like Josh Smith, but he plays within his means while being like that's why. Like if you heard when Windhorse said on the podcast, he's going to stick out like a sore thumb. He's going to stick out because he is going to be the most athletic, bouncy guy on the court for that team. He's he's going to become that for them. So how long before he takes over the starting role from Tristan Thompson? It's going to depend on Tyron Lue. I mean, we're, we're talking about a coach who didn't make any adjustments until literally he was called out. He's, you know, I mean, look, we're, like we're watching Shetty Osmond play right now. This guy should have been li- getting minutes the whole entire season. I te- remember I texted you yeah. during the Minnesota Cavs game. I'm like, yo, who's this Osman kid? Yeah. Like, why hasn't he been playing? Yeah, again, it's it's one of those things where it's like, this is all going to depend on Tyron Lue. I don't think he's a good coach. I don't think he's a terrible coach. But, again, it, uh, we talked about this a little bit earlier. Well, at least podcast. according to, to Kyrie, he's definitely not an intellectual coach. <laughs> again, it's it's he there he is an average coach. In a demanding situation, whenever you have a LeBron James as a player, you have you have to compete for a title. And if you're not going to compete to a title, you got to at least get us to the finals. They were not on pace to do any of that stuff. They were on pace to maybe get bounced in the first round. Yeah, that that's a lot of people were talking about that. So again, I don't think Tyron Lue. I still don't think Tyron Lue is the best coach for his job. But again, that was LeBron's call. He didn't want David Blatt to keep calling him out. So he's like, hey, we're gonna fire this guy. Who might be a good fit, and we're gonna just put the guy who's gonna keep his. I think up. when he has the support of his GM and his owner, like he did when he got hired initially, yeah, and LeBron was all in, I think he's a good ego manager, and like he held his players responsible, accountable is the word I'm looking yeah. for, because the reports were coming out like yo, he's yelling at LeBron in the middle yeah. of practice. I think somewhere that got lost. Yeah, well, it gets it gets lost. It gets lost when his bosses don't. Well, reinforce it. Well, it's not that. It gets lost when you're managing a roster of some egos, and then add, and one season later, you add Dwayne Wade, you add Tristan Thompson, who's now Derrick Rose. Yeah, Tristan Thompson, who's now Isaiah Thomas. Yeah, a member of the Kardashian family. Isaiah Thomas, Derrick Rose. You know, a guy who Jay so Crowder. Fun, yeah, Jay Crowder. A guy who the first thing he said when when Gordon Hayward got acquired by the Celtics, he's not taking my spot. Well, that's exactly. That's exactly. He came in to replace you. Yeah, specifically, he came in to replace specifically you. you. Yeah. yeah, Isaiah Thomas, back up the Brinks truck. I love. I love the guy. I love what he did for the Celtics. Man, you were a little. You were Isaiah tinted glasses. Yeah, I, which is fine because I've I've I been love, the same way. Again, like, I love him. He, but he. That's a guy who was in a perfect situation. Jay Crowder, a guy who was in a perfect situation. Those are good players who looked better than they were because they were literally they had great years. Gotcha. Again, which doesn't make them great. So players. he goes, he goes from egos to we got all the egos. Every single ego is in this locker room. Yeah, Dwayne Wade, the lawyer, Isaiah Thomas, the guy with you know the chip the size of Italy on his shoulder. And by the way, those two guys we got from Boston don't like me because I'm not setting them up to succeed. Gotcha. The way Brad Stevens did. Gotcha. And then look like at they the, openly. Yeah. And then look at the guys who become disgruntled. As this roster is getting turned over at the beginning of the season, look at the guys who become this corner who's already in the roster. J.R. Smith, I'm not going to accept the role on the bench. I need to be starting, even though he was playing awful. That guy's chirping. You know, like you start getting all these guys who start chirping from the previous regime, and then you get all the guys who are coming in who all think they're the sheriff in town. All right, so we're going to, man, we're going down a rabbit hole about yeah, I know. Pre- previous Cavs yeah. regime. They won those trades, by the way. Like, if that, I know that's what we're getting to. They, um, so what I said at the beginning of the year is uh, that my concern about my own Celtics team is we're going to rely heavily on a rookie and a second year player to try to go into a deep playoff run. And on top of that, 
you know, we got Kyrie, who I love. We got Al, Al Horford, Horford, who I love. But Al Horford's our second Outside best Outside of that. Yeah. We you got Marcus Smart, who could shoot you out of games. Yeah, Marcus Smart could shoot us out of games. Who wants to shoot you Again, games. oh, and our second best player, the guy we brought in to play next to Kyrie, he's not going to play this year. We Although lost Bill the, Simmons we lost thinks him. he is. He's not. I don't think he is. He's not. He's not, and if you're the Celtics, you're already ahead of schedule. We're 23 games over 500. Correct. We're getting these young guys to play. They're going to get it. They're so ahead of schedule. Yeah, we're ahead of schedule. Let him progress and heal and come back next year, and we'll, and we'll do some stuff next year. Yeah. Who knows what happens with Marcus Smart? If we sign they a still might make the finals this year. Yeah, who knows? Who knows? So let's, 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 let's get back to the Cavs here. Yeah. So we're watching the, the game, and he started J.R. Smith. He started Osman. He started Tristan Thompson. I think when Kevin Love gets back, he's their starting center. I think I think Tristan Thompson's not going to even be in the rotation come playoff time. He shouldn't. So what, one of the things you and I have to always talked about, I've been talking about a lot. Like we we keep talking about it, and we always bring it up um, in our conversations. Is a lot of these guys people think these guys are trash? J.R. Smith and and Tristan Thompson. They're not trash because these guys helped LeBron win a finals. Like you saw, we all saw what they did to the Warriors. Like Tristan Thompson was a man possessed against them. Yeah. What what I don't think people realize the minutes that these guys have put on, I think has hurt them physically. They're just I think they're physically just shot. Well, I think Tristan Thompson. I think Jr. And Smith, then on top of for Tristan specific, on top of that. He's in the Kardashian, the, the Kardashian. Yeah, he's he's world. got a lot of stuff going on outside on of top of basketball. a body, and he's just not. I don't think he's focusing on his body. Uh, I don't. I don't think he's focusing on basketball. That's a guy who who has his eighty million dollar contract. He's, yeah. he's playing for a team he knows is going to go to the playoffs. He's playing for a team that knows that eventually they'll have to stick him back in the rotation no matter what right, because they're going to they're going to go off of what he did two years ago. And, you know, he's just like, well, whatever. Like, that's a guy who's in whatever mode. I'll get into shape come playoff time. Yeah, well, I'll get into playoff shape. I JR, think J.R. Smith is J.R. Smith is physically I think maimed at this point. He came out of high school, too, right? Yeah, he's a high school kid. Like, I just think he's like, been in the league for a while. Yeah, like, he's been in the league for a while. Like, he went on, he went on some good playoff runs with Denver. And before anybody says, well, what about LeBron? LeBron is... That's the... He, he's the unicorn. Come on. He's a physical specimen. That's he's a freak. A freak. That's a freak of nature. That's the, you can't compare him to anybody else. Yeah, but LeBron too. LeBron's got some miles on him too. He'll yeah, be fine. I be, think this last month he was just sulking. Yeah, I um, really do. He'll he'll be fine. Um, he'll be fine. But event, we're eventually going to run into the day where Le, where LeBron is is only going to be playing like sixty games, and it's not going to be because he's injured. It's going to be like no, because like we need him to hold up for another playoff run. So we're only going to play him. Yeah, like he's played. I think the stat is like no, 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 no. It's like I think the number was like he's played with all the playoff games and the Olympics. Like he's played an extra like five to seven seasons worth of basketball. Uh, you, you might want to check on that because uh, how Bro, much is a play? How much? How many games is one playoff run? It's like thirty. No, it's not. Let's, let's say, say let's, let's say you do sweeps. It's at least it's, twenty. Let's say you do. Sweeps. If you do sweeps, that's sixteen. Okay, let's say you do six games. Let's say let's say you do a six game. Let's say you run a six game series all the way to a championship. How many games is that? That's eighteen games. Twenty four. That's twenty four games. That's four. First round, semifinals, conference finals. Right, twenty four games. So you need and to get you need to get to three seasons. And he's been to the finals seven years in a row. Remember that. But three playoff runs is one season. Do you get what I'm saying? You get where I'm going with this? Okay. So you said he's done five. He's been to the playoffs. I'm talking about his whole career. Okay. Whatever. I, let's and not, the Olympics. All right. Let's it's, not, it's more like the four. It's like four to five years. Yeah. It's 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 not like it's not maybe like the seven, seven was yeah, like yeah. It's not like okay. Seven the five. Years. I like, think I five years. Like, five years is a little bit. It's probably accurate. Like Jesus Christ. He's like, probably well, yeah. well the Olympics too. Remember he played in like what four Olympics? Yeah, but the Olympics is. I mean, bro. He's not like, resting. It's a dream team. It, he's still not resting though. I know, but twenty minutes. Uh, he's still not game. resting, like in the like, bro. Okay, right. he's going to the finals seven years in a row. He went to the finals once with Cleveland, conference finals with Cleveland, second round tw- twice with Cleveland, and knocked down the first round the one time. Like, I mean, bro, he's usually in the playoffs 
to like the conference finals at least, yeah. if not in the finals. He's had like four or five seasons extra, and playoffs. A playoff game is like two NBA games because of the intensity and the physicality required for playoff basketball. That's why I said seven years because of like the extra years are just playoff games, and it's just like yeah, those are different. I, either way, he's a freak of nature. So. Correct. So yeah. Anyways, the point is, man, we just man. This is what happens when you, this this is the this is the rabbit hole let's, that is the cat. Let's wrap it up. Let, Winners yeah. or losers. Super winners. Super winners. I Kevin Pelton from ESPN gave him a D. I think Kevin Pelton He's needs nuts. to stop writing articles. Yeah, I think because he um, wrote another article this morning. Like, how did we get the Cavaliers trade with with so wrong with Kyrie? It's like, well, then you're an idiot. Stop going by your numbers and just like you your know, eyes like, do lie to yeah. you, but like just hang on. I a do. Second. I do. I do respect these guys. Like, uh, I just I think sometimes they overthink it. Like Kevin, I don't know how he gives him a D. Um, he's written some good. He really though, hated so the art. The point about like they gave him the first round pick. Man, Brian Windhorst held on that too. Like, why did you guys give him a first round pick? But it's just like I, I, the first. If round you pick, kept I'm that gonna... pick, you would hope he becomes Larry Nance Jr. Yeah, like that, which you just traded for. Yeah, exactly. Like so, like which is what Zach Lowe said. Yeah, which, which is uh, well, we're gonna get to him. They later. kept the Brooklyn pick. Who cares about their pick? They have the Brooklyn pick still. Yeah, like they, don't worry about like, it. The biggest trade chip they got, they still possess it. Correct. And when Kevin Love's healthy, if they need to package both those things to get another superstar, well, they're still in a good position to do that. Um, so, yeah, Windhorse held up on the pick, too. I understand, but at the end of the day, like, this team has to make a run right now. And if that pick was what held up the trade, you got to give it up for this run. Right. You got to. And you got got you got, got yeah. your second. Everything is better yeah. about this team. is just yeah. Everything's better. They're younger. They can yeah. shoot. They have got guys who can all dribble, pass, and shoot. Yeah, which is funny because a lot of people just learn in the NBA. That doesn't mean they can dribble, pass, and shoot. Correct. Some guys can just jump and yeah. block. Yeah. Some guys can just shoot. Some guys can just dribble. Some guys don't do anything. But have Some guys can just pass. Yeah. Some guys just like Jalen Rose says, chew gum, and they're six foot ten. There you go. And they have an eight foot wingspan. Yeah. Again, that guy has to be in the NBA because right. he can block shots. Yeah. So, I think they're a lot better. Yeah, I think, I think they're I think, way better. I think they're a lot better. They'll probably make the finals. Um, again, uh, I started off this year. Uh, I think Boston needs another year. Um, they need Gordon Hayward. Yeah, really we need Gordon, Gordon Hayward back, and we're probably going to need another year. So, like, I never saw them go into the finals like everybody else did. And, uh, you know, Cleveland reloaded. This might be their last run. I don't think so. Um, do you think he's staying? Yeah, I think he's staying. Okay. Uh, I don't think he's going to L.A. Despite them clearing cap space, um, I, I don't think he's going to join the Levar Ball. Those two guys have already had beef. Unless they trade him. Oh man, trade him for Orlando. Maybe that's what the Magic know. Maybe don't. Maybe they'll trade him. To man, Cleveland. They get... Maybe they'll trade him to Cleveland. They're winners. Yeah, I give them a plus. Hundred percent. They gave up nothing too. Yeah, they gave, they gave up a bunch of head cases, locker room guys. Guys who weren't even performing. Yeah, guys who weren't performing. Like Kevin Pelton held on, like, well, Jay Crowder was, was good in the Boston system. Okay, it's just like, but that's the Boston system, Kevin Pelton. Like, again, I don't, I'm not going to hate Numbers him. don't lie. Yeah. They do not yeah. paint the whole picture. Again, I'm not, I don't, I'm not going to hate Kevin Pelton for giving him a D. I just think he needs to revisit that. Like, if he revisits... Stop going just by what your numbers say. Yeah. Well, again, I'm not going to hate him for that, but he, he better be an honest human being when this does pan out for them and be like, I was wrong. Admit your... Admit, you well, can that, admit you're that's wrong. That's why he said he goes, well, how did I get it wrong? I don't like how... I don't like the title of it. How did we get it wrong? I didn't think... It, I thought it was a terrible trade the day yeah, of. I did too. Well, no, you thought it was a great trade. No, I, yeah, I thought it was a great trade. <laughs> it was Yeah. And they came up nothing. Anyways. Yeah. Sorry, let's move on. The next, um, the next winners of the trade deadline. Team that stayed pat. The Houston Rockets, who traded nobody. Yep. They traded their no picks. They acquired nobody on the trade deadline. They got, but somehow on their roster, they now have Brandon Wright, Joe Johnson, and Gerald Green. Daryl Morey is clearly a lock, a lock executive of the year. Hats off to him. This project that he has started in Houston, they never tanked. They never had a top 12. I don't even think they had a top 12 pick. No, they didn't. They had. They uh, never really nailed on their draft picks either. They didn't need to. Clint Capella, they did. Yeah. 
But they didn't need he to. Oh, you know what the one thing he did? He always signed good contracts that were favorable to the team. Yep. Good for them. Hats off. That's how you run a team without... Yeah. And they were always competitive. Always competitive. Yeah. He acquired enough assets, enough good contracts that could get him a Chris Paul, yeah. a James Harden. And he nailed he nailed one draft pick, Clint Capella. Yeah. By the way, centerpiece right now of that front court is Clint Capella. Yeah. He had t- uh, 23 and 27 and 29 minutes. He's not game. even ready yet to be playing 35 minutes a game. Yeah. Yet. Yeah, but he's doing that. How good are they? They're a legit threat. They're legit. That's a legit team. Um, I, I think we're looking at a different James Harden. Than we did a couple years ago when he turned the ball over. What was it like ten to twelve times in, in the you know in the clinching game when they lost that series? This is a different player. This guy he's he's not doing the herky jerky, dribbling twenty two no. seconds and then shooting a bad. He's com- shooting elite too. Like yeah. his shooting, yeah. he was a good. Sh- he's an elite shooter this year. He he is he has taken the task with uh, Chris Paul and they're both saying, hey, we're gonna lead the offense. We're going to facilitate this offense. We're going to do everything we need to do to get everybody involved. And they're both taking it upon themselves to split that load, getting everybody involved. Mike D'Antoni is yeah. such a smart basketball coach. He splits their minutes. Yeah. Every game for 48 minutes, one of those two guys is on the court. Yeah. And that's why they blow out everybody. Yeah. And that, what- was, that was a great pickup for that roster in particular, getting D'Antoni to coach them. Um, because at the end of the day, because uh, everybody's like, oh, D'Antoni, you know, eight seconds or less. No, D'Antoni is an offensive genius. He'll he'll make an offense run as long as you give him the personnel. He'll be fine. Um, they're they're legit. They're, they're a legit team. They got bodies who can defend. Yeah, the best thing about that, the best team about the uh, about Houston, the their best asset to beat Golden State is they have fifteen NBA bodies. Not ten NBA bodies and five guys on uh, you know at the end of the they bench. Have we guys, hope. what's their roster? They you got have, you, have, you have pulled up right. And this is uh, this is off of hoop site right now. So let me pull that up. Is Joe Johnson on there already or no? They don't have him on there, but like but we, he's on we there, know the but guys. We know he's on there. So they got James Harden, Chris Paul, Ryan Anderson, Eric Gordon, PJ Tucker, who they got from Phoenix uh, at the beginning of the year. Trevor Ariza. No, he was in Europe. PJ Tucker. Yeah, and they pulled him over. No, he played for Phoenix last no, year. No, TJ Warren did. No, PJ Tucker played for Phoenix last year. Trust me on this one. Oh, right, you might be right. All right. Uh, Trevor Reza, Nene, Tariq Black, the guy that uh, LA left, he's been giving them good minutes. Clint Capella, of course. And Bob Mute has been gigantic for yeah. them this year. You said Trevor Reza already, right? Yeah, I already said him. Troy Williams, Gerald Green. Nene. Uh, yeah, I already said Nene. Yeah. They let Bobby Brown go, but that's because they needed to open up that roster spot. For Joe Johnson. Yeah, and then, of course, you know, Joe Johnson comes in, and then they get uh, uh, Brandon Wright, who's a big pickup, too. Bodies. Can, can they win it all? Yeah, I think so. I think uh, I look at what Golden State is going through. and you, As we transition to Golden State. Yeah, I, I look at what Golden State's going through, and you're the one that actually put me onto this. They might have kept Andre Iguodala one year too long. Bill Simmons talked about it in yeah. his podcast. The new NBA is 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 unique. I think we're discovering how it works. It's very similar to the old NBA. Yeah. And it just it's just a different way. Like, okay, the cap's higher now. Okay. The middle class of the NBA, like, if you were going to get paid, it was going to be in 2016, and that's it. Like, look, we are giving superstars money, and that's it. Yeah. Like, we're just not doing that anymore. Yeah. We're not giving... We're not doing what Portland did, where everybody gets a ten million dollar contract. Yeah, because like, oh, well, that's not bad. You know, the salary cap went up. It's like, well, it yeah, is bad. It's only going to go up once, and you've already experienced it. So now, what do you do when it only goes up one? And nobody wants million. your players. Yeah. Now you have to trade those guys away for yeah. a first. The pick. only guy that they had was Alan Crabb. And they I, traded him. Yeah, and they traded him. And I thought he with was, the first round pick, yeah, by the way. Yeah, I thought he was the only guy who's... And I, now I see why uh, Damian Lillard closed the door behind them when he went to talk to the owner. Because that's bad business. That's bad business. Like, wait a second. The one guy who can shoot, defend, and is kind of properly paid, you attach the first round pick that now we can't use, 
and you sent him over to another team, but we still have Evan because Turner, you didn't want to spend money on the But we still have Mo Harkless, and we still have Evan Turner and Miles Leonard. And Al- we're not even and playing. And Aminu. And Miles Leonard, who's not even playing. Yeah. Like again, the Portland situation is unique, but we'll get into that another time. But he, yeah, Houston's legit. They have 15 NBA bodies, 15 NBA bodies that can be playing rotation minutes anywhere on any team. The Warriors, I think, are running into a situation where um, it's been brought up in other podcasts too. But it's just like it reminds me of a soccer team that like United always won. United they won every single year. Yeah, and they even the Yankees like whenever they like and when they were winning three straight at the end of the nineties, they always added somebody like at the trade deadline who didn't who had never won. Yeah, like the Warriors didn't add anybody who didn't who they added. Okay, they added um, Armory Caspi. Yeah. And 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 Swaggy P like Swaggy P is just it's a pickup that made no sense. He's given them some sparks, but it's just like it's not enough to justify signing him. Oh well he's good in the locker room. It's just like, yeah, but it you can get other guys who are good in the locker room. Joe Johnson would have been great in your locker room. Tyreek Evans would have been great Instead in your of getting room. Swaggy P how about you bring Tyreek? Why don't you go get Tyreek Evans? A guy who can guard your one through three. You know, well, he's, you know, he's a, Memphis just you know, fixed him. Imagine if he went to Golden State instead. Yeah, he would have been big. He could he could have been the guy who gave Andre Iguodala enough. Like rest they were the hungry. Year. Remember when they were hungry? They got David West. David West never won. Yeah. Like that's why some of these guys who expire, who are getting older, like you want them. They're hung. They want to win. Yeah, they want to get one back. I, I think the Warriors are running into an issue where it's hard for them to get up every single night. And play regular season regular season basketball because every time they play someone else, it's Game Seven of the NBA Finals yeah. every single time, and they don't get the same calls they get in the playoffs. They're not getting them in the regular season. They get a little frustrated. Like they're getting really frustrated. It's boiling over. I'm very concerned. Draymond Green and Kevin Durant are going to be missing playoff games due to technical foul suspensions, and that's probably going to happen. Like. It's 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 very scary. Like, what if that happens in the middle of the Rocket series? Yeah, tied two two, and those guys are both out for Game Five. Because we remember what happened to Draymond Green in that Cavs final. Yeah, they lost that. Cost, that cost them an NBA title. It did. That cost them from being considered the greatest team ever. Yeah. Going to be very interesting. This Houston team's got it. Um, Chris Paul has shown when given the personnel. Um, when given healthy, not tired personnel, that he he can lead a team into battle. Um, I hate saying that. I, um, I know. I, I was wanna, just about to jump in there I and wanna, say, like, man, how did you? How did that come out of your mouth? I want to throw up in my mouth right now because I hate Chris Paul. You're, I hate. Um, I hate. I, I, think, I love Chris Paul. Yeah, I think he's. I really hate him. Uh, I hate Chris Paul, the player. Um, but at the end of the day, like this whole Chris Paul James Harden experiment has worked. I want them to get a little bit something more from Ryan Anderson. He hasn't been great this year, but he'll he'll be fine. I mean, he can still shoot the ball. I think he's been I think he's been good enough just because of the fact that um they have so many bodies. Yeah, they have like nobody's playing thirty five. Like every that's the other thing. I think Daryl Morey's got Mike D'Antoni said, "Hey, don't run these people into the ground. Like we have a playoff run to make." Yeah, I just you know he's about he's going to be their second highest paid player until they but, resign Chris Paul. But let's just put a finishing touch because the Warriors didn't do any trades. And I think the, the Warriors are missing Jordan Bell. They're going to, yeah, the, the Warriors will be fine. Man, that was one of those, like, I remember I texted you, I was like, man, the, the Warriors got the, 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 my favorite player in the draft, the Warriors got him. And I, I we talked about, I was like, yo, this guy is going to be starting for the Warriors. As he's going to be their starting center about halfway through the season. Yeah. And halfway through the season, he was just about to become the starting center, and then he got injured. So hopefully he gets healthy. Um, you know, that's a guy who, that's a guy who can get some enthusiasm for the other guys because they're seeing him like this is his first run. It's like, oh, yeah, we got to – like, remember the Christmas game? Like, they were they were all, like – they were pushing him, like, in a yeah. good way. Like, yeah, bro, bro, you're playing great. You're playing great on defense. I think they missed that when he doesn't play. Yeah. They probably should have let Andre Godola walk and, and sign yeah. Tyreek Evans. They're kind of in a weird spot. Like, I'm looking at their roster right now. Their cap space um, is, is very precious. The good thing is, Nick Young, Zaza, Wes, McGee, Omri Caspi, Kevin Looney, and McCall all come off the books. Yeah, but what's their guaranteed year? salary for next year? Uh, no, they're still over the cap. Don't get me yeah. wrong. But, like, you can now pick and choose which guys you want to bring back. Like, obviously, you're going to bring back McCall. 
I think uh, you got to bring back Caspi, and I think he'll come at a discount. I, I mean, JaVale McGee's, uh, he, he's not, I don't know, like, he's in the Nerlens Noel situation, except he was a little bit smarter. He stayed with the contender. But, like, he's, again. He's, it, some of the moves they should probably look to do in the offseason, if I was him, I would take a flyer on Isaiah Thomas. I think they have enough, Yeah. like, clout. Like, hey, shut up. Yeah. We're going to get you back and yeah. just give us a year. You can probably get a ring. Yeah. And then you can go be a free agent again. Man, another thing uh, that they, they might consider doing, I don't know who does this and I don't know how it would work. Obviously, you're the, you're the cap guy. I would see if there's any team, and people are probably going to criticize this move, if there's any team that had multiple second-round picks who wants to take Andre Iguodala, that might be something you had to consider because the Warriors can do a lot with those second-round picks. Obviously, they got Jordan Bell. They bought a second-round pick. McCall. They got McCall. So, like, they're they're obviously a team that can find talent in that round. And Bob Myers is a beast. Yeah, that's that's a cheap option on filling out that roster with NBA-ready players since you've got the personnel to do it. I don't know how happy those guys will be if you trade an Andre Iguodala for two second-round pick. That's the only dynamic I see ruining something like that happening. The the locker room might not be happy if you make that happen. Um... Like he's a part of that. Core. I think the I I as much as I I want to agree with you, I because these guys just from what they say, you know they fully believe in the front office. Like yeah. hey, like these guys didn't trade Clay Thompson. Yeah, they're trusting the process. Like they're trying to keep us four together because we're the four that really matter. At, yeah. the, at the end of the day, we're the, the four that Thompson matter. Green. Yeah, we're the four that matter. Yeah, because a Joe Johnson can become available. As a buyout. Yeah. You know? Like, Tyreek Evans. Like, it's going to be interesting. This, this year's going to be really interesting because not many teams have cap space. And if you do have cap space, as great as Tyreek has been this year, are you really going to blow your cap space on him? Yeah, you're not going to. So, I was listening to the, the basketball friends. Like, the guy, he's, I guess he's dialed in with Memphis. He said, like, yo, Memphis is trying to resign. Like, they didn't trade him for anything. Um. So I, let's switch because we're let's talk about the Blake trade last because I think yeah. we're talking moves the Warriors can make. We're talking Tyreek and we're talking Memphis now. Memphis didn't trade him because they wanted a first round pick. That's and, uh, the the whole thing with Memphis. You gotta you gotta fire some of those guys up there in Memphis. I think I think uh, they've been they've been allotted a lot of mistakes because grit and grind you know worked. You know, with uh, with Zebo, Marcus All, Mike Conley, um, wow. Osman just missed a dunk. Wow. Okay. Yeah, LeBron cheered him on a little bit. Yeah. Um. Well, let's not talk about front offices just yet. Well, we'll talk about Memphis yeah. when we get to Memphis. Yeah. On the did we talk about? Oh, we were talking about on that podcast. Yeah. Well, we'll get to them later. Let's just talk about what they did. If they can re-sign Tyreek Evans, they're going to look smart. Like, if he stays, they're going to look really smart. Um, so what I will say is... Yes or no? Yeah, don't, don't look really smart, but let me ask you something. If, if you're Tyreek Evans, because he's, he's only going to get 8 to 9, which is pretty much what? That's the mid-level exception for next year? 8 to 9? Something like that. The mid-level exception is always around, like, six five to $6 million. Okay. 5 to 7. All right, so he's going to get, like... All right, so let's say he gets 8 to 9. Are you more compelled... Where? <laughs> That's what I'm telling you. Where is he going to get the money? Are the Lakers really going to spend $9 million on Tyreek Evans? No, well, why not? They're trying to get superstars. I think someone needs to tell Magic Johnson that, like, you got to be careful with, I mean. And they're not going to spend it because what we, they'll do is they're going to reload yeah. that money for the next year. Yeah, we've But we've seen this before. We've seen this before. And I know everybody's gonna be like, "Well, it's the Lakers, bro. This is different." We we've seen this before. We've actually seen it twice. Brooklyn tried to do it when they were in New Jersey. Dallas tried to do it. Yeah, Dallas whiffed every single year. The Lakers and they have a great yeah, owner. The Lakers have to be careful with this. Well, we're loading the deck so we can get two superstars. We've seen it happen before. I don't think Paul George leaving. I mean, I don't think LeBron's leaving. Yeah, and, and a lot of and people, they're not gonna give Boogie contract yeah. on a. A lot of people, yeah, a lot of people have alluded to this. If Paul George leaves OKC now, he's gonna look like a phony. Correct. You said I want to leave Indiana because I don't think we got a shot here. 
you got a shot with OKC. If you leave to go to a worse team, a worse situation, you're going to look like a phony. I don't care if it's home. Yeah. Like, you you told us the reason you're leaving is because you wanted to compete. You're competing now. Right. I still think they're really good. Yeah. Despite their, like, five losses. Yeah, so, like, everybody's just, like, because everybody keeps talking, like, this is a foregone conclusion. Oh, well, you know, if LeBron goes, you know, he's probably taking Paul George with him. Well, we don't even know if LeBron's going. And second of all... If you're the Lakers, like, wait a minute. We're going to sign two guys who play Brandon Ingram's position? Like, do we have to trade Brandon Ingram now? Yeah, again. So, well, that's not that's not even the first part of the problem. You have to give up on Lonzo. Because LeBron, yeah, LeBron's not going to be there yeah, with LeBron, well, LeBron. Not only that, LeBron's not giving the ball to Lonzo. Correct. He's not, he and what are you going to do with yeah. Lonzo Ball? Yeah. So now, he's going to become a spot-up shooter? All right. And then now you have Paul George, who plays better at that position than Brandon Ingram. So you can't let him develop anymore. He's got to come off your bench. So his development stunted. Lonzo Ball stunted. You didn't trade Julius Randle, so now you're they're gonna let him walk for nothing. Yeah. So now he has to walk for nothing. Because to sign him, you'd have to sign those two guys. You're gonna have to renounce him so yeah. that you don't even you're renouncing his bird rights. Gotcha. So like, he's not coming back. You're yeah. doing all these moves like they're and they're not even gonna compete. Yeah. Again, you have to be careful with the oh we got enough money for two superstars. All right. Nobody commits. Look at the superstars you're looking at this year. These are the superstars that haven't committed yet to anybody. LeBron is the ultimate. I don't commit to anything until yeah. I'm ready. He commits to his family. Yeah. Paul George? Well, you. I think he's staying. You have to convince him to leave a playoff team with Russell Westbrook and Carmelo Anthony. And, and Steven Adams. And I think those two guys have figured out how to play with each other. Correct. Because the one thing about Paul George is... He's Scottie Pippen. Yeah. But taller. Like, he's like the best second banana in the league right now. Yeah, correct. Because he, he has... Like, I love Clay Thompson. I think I think he's better than Clay Thompson. He's longer. Yeah. Yeah. Again, you gotta you have to ask that guy to leave the it's range. That, it's yeah. that thing I always said, like, the why the Magic, when they were talking about trading Dwight, like, why didn't you call OKC and trade... For James Harden, yeah. Well, LeBron's well, Dwight's not going to stay in Oklahoma City. Well, he's saying he wants to win a title. If you trade him there and he and he leaves at that time, Durant and Russell Westbrook, then it's not about rings. Yeah, and he has to live with that in the media. So and that's what ended up happening in LA. First thing he did was he le- he they left. left, and then Houston didn't want him. And now look at Dwight's career. Like people have to look at the Dwight Howard situation as like a warning sign. Somebody superstars have to look at it as like. If I don't really mean what I say to the media, as far as like oh, I want to compete, I want to win a ring. This, this. Well, is... I think he left because he wanted to win a yeah. ring. He thought he could win a ring in Houston. What he didn't realize is that nobody really likes him. Yeah, nobody likes the. He should have stayed in Orlando, where everybody loved him. He was the smiley guy, and he literally was perfect for the city. He loved that. But, he, but even his teammates still like like JJ Redick goes. Well, we all loved the way we all go, they all got along. Yeah. Again, he but... left situations and went to teams that nobody liked them. Yeah. Let this be a lesson, by the way, to uh, to all you people with uh, with inner circles. If they mm-hmm. have, if 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 they're telling you to do stuff that Man, they want to do, all right. So let's we're going off so yeah. many tangents. Here. So let's go back. I don't yeah. like what Memphis did. Unless now they can keep Tyreek Evans, then I'll I'll come back and I'll change my grade. But I don't like what they did. I don't like what Utah did because I I've never been a huge fan of Jay Crowder. Well, he's only ever worked in one system. And he was okay in Dallas. Yeah. He was really great that first year with Boston. And then, like, the two years after that, he was just good. Yeah. Like, I just don't think – I don't think he's a great player. It's a great contract. Yeah, it's a great contract. He's a – I mean, a, uh, like, if I'm going to give them a grade, it's probably, like, a C-. minus. Again, I just don't think that move moves the needle. So, I'm going to give it a C- minus grade because a C doesn't really move the needle. I don't like what Atlanta did because – they didn't even. They wanted first round picks for their guys. It's like, look, you guys need to realize, and we're going to talk the magic too. The magic are in this. Nobody is giving up first round picks well, anymore. Well, the funny thing about Atlanta is, so they were offered a second round pick for Marco Bellinelli. They said no. Should have said yes. And now they, they bought, bought him. They out. just bought him out, and he's going to Philadelphia for like a million bucks to be their shooter. Yeah. By the way, Philadelphia is one of the teams that apparently offered them a second round pick. So now they got him for nothing. Good job, Atlanta. What I don't know what the Hawks are doing. Buden, I don't know either. Budenholzer's got to sh- be out. 
that whole everything needs to be done there. Yeah. Like you could even trade. They should have traded um, Dwayne Dedman. Ken Bazemore. I know nobody wants his contract though. Yeah, that's why he didn't get traded. Yeah, but like, if anything, that's the guy you should have bought out. That's a lot of money. They should. That's a lot of money, bro. If you so, how much is this? Twenty mil, right? Like three more years, I think. It's twenty million, right? Uh, no, I think he gets paid fifteen million. Fifteen million. So it's fifteen million this year and fifteen million next year. So he's got two. So he's got thirty million. It's like thirty million. That's a lot of money, dude. If you tell him like, hey, well, well this he's is not. Your... He's not taking a buyout. Man, because that's that. I think he. That's a guy who's like, I'm never getting another contract like that. So yeah. I need all every penny. Every penny. So I yeah, don't like what Atlanta's bad, doing. They didn't contract. trade Dwayne Dedman. I don't think it's a bad contract. I think it's a bad contract for the Atlanta Hawks. If he's on the Cleveland Cavaliers. If he's on Toronto, if he's on the Celtics, if he's on any other team that's like contending, yeah. that's a great contract because he's a good player. But it's a bad contract. For it's for team. bad from yeah. for them because you guys suck. The Hawks don't know what they're doing. They don't. They didn't trade Dwayne Dedman for a second round. Like he's going to opt out. By the way, this is this is two years now that they don't trade a player that's worth something. Paul Millsap. Remember when they didn't trade him? Yeah, they should. They said no. You're going to be the friend. They were going to. They gave him an opt out, and then he opted out. Remember, he was going to come to Orlando. Yeah. He was in Winter Park. He was ready to sign. And then Atlanta's like, no, we're going to compete, blah, blah, They let Al Horford go. They let everybody on that team go. Have nothing to show for it. And then he's like, I'm opting out. Because they gave him player options. Yeah. And he opted out and walked. And it's like, you just screwed him. Yeah. Like th- That team, I'm glad they suck again. They deserve to suck. They do. Man, Joe Johnson, man, Al Horford is literally a poor man's version of Tim Duncan. He walked into Atlanta. They went to the on a playoff run every year he was there. The second he left, they are the worst. They're the second worst uh, team in the league after the Kings. Yeah, the, the Sacramento. The Magic, I don't like what they did because um, it doesn't make I don't sense. like what Utah did because they traded Joe Johnson for like, – they didn't get any draft picks. They didn't get any second-round picks. Well, they got – did they even get second round picks for anything? Well, they got a player who's probably gonna leave because Jay Crowder's not gonna stay there. Like the moment he's under contract, though. Yeah, I know, but like the moment he le- the moment that contract's up, he's gone. Okay, yeah, I mean, I don't, yeah, that's I don't, what I'm saying. Like at the yeah, end of the day, exactly. they're, they're gonna have nothing. I don't know to what show they did. It. I don't know. I don't like what they did. Yeah. They had guys. They had him, Alec Burks, Joe. They had, they had expiring Derek Favors. He's gonna walk for nothing. Yeah. Like take second round picks. Yeah, do something. You're Utah. You draft really well. Yeah. I don't like what the Magic did, and it's for separate reasons. I think then why then what do you think? Why didn't you like what the magic did? Um, so Actually, no, I think it's the same reason. Go yeah, ahead. it's Sorry. probably going to be the same reason because you hold the asset, you hold the assets' rights. You Correct. Can, He's you, a restricted free agent. You control, you control everything that has to do with Alfred Payton. You control it. Um, who needs a point guard moving into next year? Phoenix. By the way, it's, it was Phoenix. Yeah, Phoenix needs a point guard. What what does Phoenix? Is Phoenix going to give him... They need a point guard this year. Yeah, they need a point guard this Isaiah year. Isaiah Cannon, out for the year. Yeah. Tyler Eulis, nothing. Yeah. They have no point guards. Gotcha. So you, you got a second-round pick. You couldn't even get Drogen Bender. You couldn't get a Marquise Chris, who probably shouldn't be in the league anyways, but like, just get him and yeah. see if you could figure so it they, out. So they sold low on someone that they control. Correct. This is on a guy who's having a career year, who, yes, I get it, is terrible defensively. But he's had like fifty thousand million head coaches, yeah. And from day one, literally from day one, nobody has believed in him except Rob Pennington. Yeah. He, uh, my whole thing is like, okay, okay. Well, he's a, he's a terrible defender. If the market dictates he's worth six million dollars, you can't pay him six million dollars to be your backup. Even, forget backup. You can't pay him six million dollars to be your starter. Yeah. I mean, you guys Lou, are taking that, anyways. Yeah, that Lou Williams contract has set, like, I think it put puts things in perspective. Like, if you're a guy that's like, yo, I should be getting paid $12 million because Ken Baseball getting paid 15 It's like, no. no. Lou Williams just got $8 million a year. Like, you're not better than Lou Williams. I'm not giving you more money than Lou Williams. Gotcha. Go talk to somebody else. Yeah. Who doesn't have cap space, by the way. I just, I don't, uh, again, you control the asset. Just let him go out. Because like, one of the things that, that Weltman said, what, I forget his last name. He he said like, well, you know, it's the money he might command in the offseason. Who cares? Yeah. If he leaves, he leaves. Yeah. I understand that this team found 
Chris Middleton and Malcolm Brogdon in the second round pick. That's miracles, basically. Finding yeah. two legitimate, really good basketball players. Yeah. The strikeout ratio is high. This is, is like Mark 95%. Reynolds. This is Mark Reynolds striking This out. is worse than Mark Reynolds. This is like Andrew Jones. Yeah, when he was bad. Yeah, that one year, his last couple years. Like 123. Like, yes, there are second round players who are really good players. The vast majority of second round players never even make it to the league. So you trading you traded a guy who is at worst case scenario an average basketball player having a career year who was having an above he's performing as an above average NBA player this year yeah. offensively and efficiently. He's finishing at 70% from the rim. Yeah. He's shooting 52% from the field. He makes the one three he takes a, a night. He gives you six assists. He's getting four and a half rebounds a game. If somebody wanted to pay him twelve million dollars, let let that contract come and figure it out. Yeah. By the way, you also would have had your draft pick. So now you can say maybe we don't need him, maybe we do need him, whatever yeah. the case. You traded a sec you traded him and got a second round pick. That guy may never even play in the NBA. Yeah. And not only that At worst case scenario, Alfred Payne is a six million dollar year contract player. Yeah. And I also think it's different. Like, if Phoenix pays him 10 to $12 million a year, they're paying him because that's not what the market said. That's how desperate they are for a point guard. Yeah. Because they have none. They have no... And when I mean none, I don't mean like they have... Oh, they have bad players. No, no. They have no bodies. Yeah, Isaiah, playing. Isaiah Cannon. Who he, was, they signed him. He was yeah. playing good. He got he was, He's out for the year. Yeah, Isaiah Cannon, who literally... Uh, I mean, I don't think he's a terrible player, but he's a 10-day contract player, like, historically. That guy was their starting point guard, and he went down. That says something. They had no bodies. So you have to contextualize. If he gets a 10- to 12-minute contract with Phoenix, it's because they're desperate. Yeah. They need anybody. Yeah, give us two second-round picks. Ask for two second-round yeah, picks. Yeah, ask for two second-round picks. All right, well, you know, we're just we're going to see what happens. And if they say no, it's like, oh, well, well you need a point guard. Yeah, exactly. You guys are the ones that need to take a flyer on somebody. Yeah. You guys, you don't, have draft, Tyler you guys, don't, you guys don't draft well. By the way, you guys have had like 50 point guards, and yeah. none of the good ones that you have you have yeah. are still there. Well, not only that, it's like you guys don't draft well. Like, what do you care about a second, a second, a second round pick? You guys don't draft well. Look at the guys just l- languishing on your roster. Right Give now. us the Milwaukee first round pick you just got. Yeah. Oh well. I, just, I think Orlando, it's bad business. Orlando sold low, and it, it is bad business. Um, again, I understand like giving up on a player. Well, we don't think this guy's going to be anything for the franchise, and we he's not one of our guys. I understand that part, but it's like it's that's like that's like an, that's like if somebody gave you a BMW for free, completely paid off, and you're just like, oh, well, I'm just gonna I'm gonna sell this 2000. Well, I drive too far, and like these cars are high maintenance, so I just yeah. I'm just gonna go, you know, give I'm, it to somebody else. I'm gonna just oh no, I'm gonna sell it for four grand. Hey, it's a brand new 2018. It's paid off. I mean, you can you can probably get like 10 or 15 grand for it. I mean, you should a, probably be able to get like 40,000. Yeah, but... exactly. No, no, no. I'll just take 4,000. I'll just take whatever. Yeah, I had nothing to begin with. Yeah. Well, that's bad business. Again, that's, you know. It... I understand the reasoning. Apparently, from what they heard from his camp, his camp wants to get paid, which is fine. Cool. You're the t- you control him. Just say okay, great. We'll see you tomorrow. Yeah. Okay. Hey, it's July first. We want a contract. We're not going to offer you the contract right now. Yeah. If you want to go explore free agency, you can go ahead and see what's out there. Yeah. Get back to us with what you get. By the way, have that on paper. That way, we can take a look at sign it. it. Yeah. And we'll figure it out in three days. If we want it, we'll sign it. If we don't. Exactly. Be, got, be, exactly. The magic held all the power here, and they just—they're just like, ah, we'll just give him the Phoenix, and if he becomes something, we'll I just... think people talk about like, oh, well, he, they got nothing. Well, when it's a restricted free agent, it's okay to get nothing back because you controlled that whole situation up until the end. It's like, well, they didn't get anything for Alfred Payne. It's like, well, a second round pick is pretty much nothing as well. Yeah. Now. When it's an unrestricted free agent, like like what Memphis has with Tyreek Evans and what Utah has with Derek Favors, like you need to get something back. Yeah, because that guy is gone. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, back to Utah, they're. Uh... <laughs> I think I don't know what they're doing. If they're trying to create salary cap 
but they don't sign historically they don't sign free agents. Yeah. I don't know what contract there's out there for them to absorb either like Yeah. Like and there's nothing they're going to want to trade like with like oh, you know, we'll absorb that player like I don't know what there is. So, I don't I don't I didn't like it and even though I love the run they're on. But just like I don't like the trade. Yeah. It's just again so let's talk about a trade that we did like. And I think I like it more for one side than you did initially. And now that we've had some time to think about it, let's talk about the Blake Griffin trade. Well, again, it's, uh, you know, let, let's let's just start it here. Detroit. Uh, what kind of city is Detroit right now? It's dead, man. Okay. It's Gotham City. How's, how's their economy? It's not good. How's their how's their nightlife? Not good. Dangerous. Okay, so if I'm if sketchy. I'm, okay, so if I'm if I'm LeBron James, uh, where where are they on my free agency list? They don't have they didn't have cap space. Even if they did, I'm not. I'll do you, I'll do you one better. If I'm if I'm a fringe guy like a Tyreek Evans. Nope. Okay, I'll do you one better. If I'm if I'm a guy if I'm a rookie, do I want to get drafted by them to go there? Well, you have to go there anyways. Uh-huh. Nah. But I, are you excited? Like, no, man, not okay, really. Right, you're not really excited. If you're an executive and Detroit comes calling, well, man, I wish Sacramento would call because at least that's in California. The point is, that's not an ideal organization across the board for any personnel that has to do with the NBA. They traded pieces and they got a superstar. Let's, we could even turn it down a notch. They got a star in Blake Griffin. Whatever you guys want to consider him, all I know is that he was selling out last time I saw on one leg. He's he's still he's still a ticket it's, seller. Yeah, and he's still like twenty points a game, twenty two points a game, twenty two eight five, gets you a steal. <coughs> you know he's not a great defender. His shot is finally coming around. Like he can shoot threes this yeah, year. Yeah, he can hit. He can shoot threes this year. So now, so you get that guy for for pieces that weren't gonna get you into the playoffs. Now you got some ammo. Hey, I got Blake and Andrew Drummond on my front court. Two all stars, two legit all stars. Initially, when we talked, you loved the trade for the Clippers. I do like. I still love the trade for the Clippers. It's still you, good. you didn't think it was good for for the Pistons. No, right? it's not that I didn't think it was good for the Pistons. It's just I don't. I don't. You can't. I can't evaluate a trade on a guy who's in desperation mode in Stan Van Gundy. It's hard to evaluate that trade because this is like, well, did he make the trade to save his job, or did he make this job uh, this trade to legitimately? Try to make a run with this team. I think it's both of those. Yeah. Well. Well. Now they are really. They. They have been really red hot since he got there. They've won what four of six? No, they've won like six of eight. Like six of eight, something like that. Six but of uh, eight. it's a good trade for both they teams. They fit really well together, Andre yeah. Drummond and and uh, yeah, because they can both pass, which is something yeah. DeAndre Jordan can't do. Yeah, it's a it's a good it's a good trade it's a good trade for both teams. Um. I like it for Detroit because there's no one there's no one they can go get that's coming. Correct. So they so they need to make this move regardless. With with Van Gundy being desperate or not, this is a move right. they had to make. I got I love the Worst trade. case scenario, Van Gundy got you two he has two studs in Drummond and Blake Griffin. Now yeah. if you're the owner and they don't make the playoffs and you want to move on, okay, fine. Yeah. If you're if I'm a prospective coach, I want to go coach in Detroit. Yeah. Because at least I have Blake Griffin. And Andre Drummond, two all stars. Man, you know who'd be a good coach there? Well, Stan Van Gundy would be, is a good coach there. But yeah, but you know, if they don't make the playoffs and he gets fired, um, who's don't you dare say Jason Kidd? No, not Jason Kidd. Oh. I would have said Jason Kidd. I, I don't know. I don't understand why everybody hates Jason Kidd. He spilled some soda on the court. Okay, whatever. Who's the, who's the good fit? Hello, Kieto. Uh, <laughs> I like. Uh, uh, this is gonna sound weird because like we didn't really get a full body of work from him, but. I think a David Blatt would be nice there. I think David Blatt is a very good basketball coach who yeah. got screwed because yeah. LeBron James kind of came back yeah. home. And, like, I'm not respecting this guy who looks yeah. like Larry LeBron. I think David Blatt is the kind of coach that can make those pieces. Like, he can maximize the pieces they have. And I think that's something to be respected. Obviously, I wouldn't bring David Blatt on to be in a Stan Van Gundy role where he's, like, coach, GM, and executioner. No, you gotta hire, yeah, yeah you, you know, uh, you know. Yeah, you got to hire a real GM, um, which I'm sure there's going to be some there's available. There's plenty of them out there. Another, Rob Hennigan's available. Yeah, another another guy who uh, another guy who I think would look good there too is, uh, and he's going to get a coaching job this offseason anyway. Is it's his Borrego? Yeah, yeah, from San Antonio. He's going to get from Orlando. <laughs> well, we did have him, right? 
He was here. Man. Anyways, I really like this trade for for the. the yeah, Pistons. I do too. And I, I think Blake has been re-energized. I think he looks happy. He hasn't looked happy well, since he, like his rookie year. He's finally doing like ever yeah. since. Chris Paul and Doc Rivers got there. He just has. He was never happy. Well, it, imagine, imagine playing with Chris Paul, who screams at everybody but doesn't take responsibility for anything. Which is true because that's the complaint that most guys have about him. And then you got to play under Doc Rivers, who's saying everybody's got to give a hundred percent effort except my son. He's allowed to give eighty percent. And me, I'm not gonna. Yeah, coach and 100%. I don't. Ha- and I don't have to coach a hundred percent. And then on top of that, it's like. You got to play in that front court with DeAndre Jordan, who can only just dunk and, and get rebounds. rebounds. He's a liability, a liability that'll leave you exposed. Man, eventually you just, oh man, like. And every oh, year yeah. they were gonna make a run that somebody got yeah, injured. It's like, man, DeAndre and then the Warriors came yeah, out of nowhere. DeAndre went for the. They were gonna win a title if they were ever healthy, and the Warriors never existed. I thought I always thought that team could have won a title. That was a really good basketball team. They were really not yeah. deep. But man, there's six or seven guys for just man and that ballers, was, and that was Doc Rivers' fault. That's another thing. It's just like man, like we I have like, to play 38 minutes a game. Yeah, regular season. Yeah, for 82, 82 games. Oh, I'm breaking down. Oh, like, always, oh, he's always injured. Yeah, yeah, I'm playing more minutes than yeah, everybody else. Exactly, and it's just like man, that's a t- the Clippers situation was a tough situation. Doc and, Rivers is gonna get fired at the end of the year. Finally. You think so? Um, yeah, he's he's gone, bro. That's a new regime. Apparently, no. Apparently, everybody loves Doc the coach again because like he's been really coaching them up, and they're playing. They're right there on the playoffs, by the way. He looks re-energized. I, I don't would, think he's gonna get fired. I, I would. You got to separate him and Austin Rivers somehow. That's all I'm saying. Austin Rivers, I think, has a player option or a team option. If you're in teams, like, yeah, we're not picking that up. That yeah, we're not true. picking that up. Oh, Doc, that's my son. I don't care. I don't care. We don't, yeah, we don't, we don't care, play. man. Good trade. Good trade for both teams. I like it. I think it's a great trade. This was a great trade trade deadline. It really was. Yeah, this was one of the funner ones. Because there was a lot of hits. They were like, oh, that's great. And then a lot of like, man, we could talk about what is this team doing? We can do a whole freaking podcast on what Atlanta's doing. Jesus Christ. We didn't even talk Lakers, clearing all that cap space. Yeah, we don't. I don't care because I don't think they're. I don't. It's it's not. It's I don't care because like I'm trying. I'm trying to be like callous. I don't care because. We're not going to know, first of all, we're not going to know till free agency. And then after free agency, we're going to have to run this back because they're probably going to have to hoard that cap space for the next Yeah, they're going to have to sign a bunch of guys yes. to like one year, $20 million contracts. Yeah, and that's not good business. It's not great business like because it's just well, like, it's man, we're now, cap space, yeah, it's like now we got to go another year with these And guys. they got to give their draft pick up this year. There's no way that pick's going to be second. If that pick is second they keep it, There's a, I, will, I will completely buy in. The NBA is helping out the Lakers. Yeah, because that would have mean they kept their pick three years in a row. Three years in a row. Who who's entitled to that pick now? Phoenix or Boston? I mean Philadelphia or Boston? Philadelphia or Boston. So if it falls out, if it's if it's first, first or second, or fourth, fifth, or sixth. No, if it's first or second, as long as it's not three or four, third, it goes to the 76ers. No, if it's first or third, they keep it, I believe. Okay. If it's fourth, it goes to the Celtics. If it's fifth through whatever, it goes to the uh, 76ers. Gotcha. So it has to be... If that pick is one through three, I will be so pissed. Who knows, man? Because that would have been two out The two years they could have lost it, they got D'Angelo Russell mm-hmm. when they should have lost that one. And the Magic got screwed. And this year, if they get a top three pick again, oh, come on, man. Come on, like, Carl. Just stop trying to help the Lakers. Hey, man, they got Magic Johnson. It's all right. It's good. Yeah. yeah. So it was a really great trade deadline. My phone was just there. Yeah. I was just like, psh. Refund. By the way, real fast, let's get let's give this one a minute. What deal that didn't happen did you want to see happen? Like one that, that was rumored, but it just never went through. Like one that people mentioned, but it, like it never happened. I would have liked to see Tyree to Philadelphia for a first time. Yeah, I, I that's that, I was actually about to jump on that one. Tyreek to Philadelphia was the one that I wanted to happen. 
because that's the one where people are just like Philadelphia has entered their name in the sweepstakes for him. And it's just like it's unfortunate that Memphis thought they could hold out. Like they should have right. just taken two. It would have made rounder. a really good team. Yeah. Um. Philadelphia's all right though, because like they got Bellinelli on the buyout market, and he's exactly what they but need. But they need another guy who can create. Things. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. But like they. But they do need. Some yeah. Shooting. They added. They added a piece that they needed. Is there any other shoes who are available? That were available. Um, that are available. That are available. Like buyout candidates. Um. Man, Vince Carter might be available. You heard about that, yeah. right? Yeah, Sacramento might buy him out, and supposedly Toronto is waiting right there at the door to grab him. Yeah. Like, they, the reunion is, is real. And Vince Carter's He's camp already said he should, man. I might cry if Vince Carter goes back to Toronto. You might, you might, you might just get, like, a... I might get we, the North Jersey with Vince Carter. Yeah, those I are nice jerseys. Yeah, those are very nice. OVOB. Yo, the next extra pod pass, the extra pass podcast. I think we're gonna talk jerseys. Yeah, man. Uh, Toronto killing it right now. Great jerseys. Those Utah jerseys. I'm in love yeah. with them. Yeah. Not in love with their trade deadline, but yeah, get the Jay Crowder Utah jersey. Maybe not. <laughs> Alrighty, so. Alright, I think we're good here. That's our thoughts. Um, subscribe, listen to on iTunes, Google Play and soundcloud and be on the lookout for another mid-level exception coming up it's going to be i did the research what do we got going here we got the nets and the pels the pellies the pellies come on come on pelicans. oh i think i'm gonna have to update this because quincy point dexter is gone now shout out to uh alexis Lajinka. yeah solid player but yeah so Said no one ever. interesting trade deadline um, Cavs look really good. Everybody in the NBA should watch out. Man, they have Kyle Corver. We didn't even mention Kyle Corver. Yeah, they got Sadie Osman. And Kyle Corver's 30 points. Yeah, the other night. Yeah, they're good. I think they're really good this year. Yeah. I think they're going to make it to the finals. I think they're going to yeah. take it. They're the finally game. playing the gem that they found in Shetty Osman. Yeah. He doesn't. Yeah, like he doesn't. Like he's not a bad player, and like I'm glad he's finally getting minutes. And supposedly that was one of the things that Tyron Lue, like people were saying Tyron Lue was ready to do. But it's just so hard to tell Dwayne Wade you can't take minutes when he's a locker room lawyer and close to LeBron. Right. And this guy's from Turkey. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, hey, it's like, man, he ain't taking my minutes. Like I'm, I'm, I'm telling LeBron. But anyways. All right. All right. Well, thanks for listening. Um, we did go down a lot of rabbit holes. Yeah. But th- there's so much to talk yeah. about in the NBA. It is, man. There is. Like, we need to do this daily. Yeah. There's just not enough time. There's yeah. not enough time. Yeah. Maybe coming up with your new schedule. Yeah. Let's see. You need me? And my, my new schedule. Oh, hey. I started at 4 by 10 Well, first time walking. I like it. You got to go for it. I like it. I always get three days off during the week. And it gives me flexibility if I want to work overtime on Tuesday again. Yeah. All right. Thanks for listening. Enjoy. And as always... Uh, what did I say? Pod, pod don't lie. All right, there you go. All right, bye.